Hey, Teen Creeps listeners. If you listen to our show, we know that you love teen stuff and that you're probably an adult. We know that you love podcasts. We know that you probably love going to the mall. If these things are true about you, and it sure as hell better be, then you have to listen to Mall Talk, the world's greatest and possibly only podcast about going to the goddamn mall. Comedians Paige Weldon and Emily Faye don't think hanging out at the mall should stop in adulthood. And you know what? We agree, you ding-a-lings. So join Paige, Emily, and a guest each Wednesday as they discover the mall memories from their youth, current-day mall-going habits, and classic stores. They're talking JCPenney, Wet Seal, Spencer's Gifts, Claire's, Foot Locker, GameStop, Abercrombie, Zara, all the greats. So what the hell are you waiting for? Subscribe to Mall Talk wherever you find podcasts and tune in for new episodes every Wednesday. Hey guys, before we get started with this episode, we wanted to talk to you about one of our sponsors, BetterHelp.com. We are all stressed out and unhappy. <laughs> What's standing between you and happiness? Is it you? Are your own feelings a roadblock preventing you from achieving your goals? Yes, all the time. I am often um, <laughs> sitting in paralysis thinking about all the things I have to do and then I never do them. Have you thought about talking to someone but you're uncertain or unsure of where to start? BetterHelp.com online counseling is there for you. Lindsay and I always talk about how everybody can benefit from therapy. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed professional counselor, caring professionals specializing in the issues that you want to talk about. We got big hitters like depression, stress and anxiety, trauma, grief, self-esteem, and others. Connect with your counselor in a safe and private environment. Get help at your own time and at your own pace. Schedule secure video and phone sessions or text your therapist, all included worldwide, and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. And for Teen Creeps listeners, you get 10% off your first month with discount code TEENCREEPS. If you've been wanting to talk, get started today. Go to betterhelp.com slash teencreeps. Simply fill out the questionnaire to help them assess your needs. And then you get matched with a counselor you'll love, one that you can always change. That's betterhelp.com slash teencreeps. Promo code teencreeps. And now, on with the show. If you fail, you'll just die. This week on the podcast, A. Bates's Final Exam. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA Pulp Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And final exam by A. Bates, who I happen to notice there is an actual full name in it. Let me see. Ooh. Um, if you look uh, at the copyright page, I believe. Andromeda Bates. Yes, Andromeda Bates. <laughs> That'd be fucking awesome. Aline Bates. A-U-L-I-N-E. Aline. Aline Bates. Man, okay, Aline. Might be doing that like, uh, I could be a guy by this book. Yeah, yeah. Which is funny for a genre that is largely read by teenage girls. Yeah, yeah. Who knew? 1990. Now, we have to address the elephant in the room, which is that the main characters, well, there's two elephants in the room. Oh. One. Yes. Main character's name is Kelly. Yes. I've not so had that distracting. yet. It was very distracting. <laughs> uh, I have not had that yet. You, we had yeah. one with Lindsay. Yep. That's now true. I've experienced it. And it made me like her a little more, I think, than I would have if her name was not Kelly. That's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Huh. I liked her. I liked her. Yeah. 
I read this line, this uh, book in t- in its entirety in the line at the DMV. Oh yeah, you said that. Yeah, yeah. I read it. Uh, not that. Not at the DMV. Not doing that. Not the Arletta DMV. Not there. No, at home. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, the other elephant in the room ooh. is that the cover of Final Exam uh, shows a girl. Presumably taking a test, writing on a piece of paper. You can see her in the window of a like a uh, squat brick high school. And then very clearly the entrance to the high school says Columbine High. Yeah. Which is interesting because we were talking about this before we started recording. They never say that it's Columbine. Yeah, they never, <laughs> they never say the name of the high school. Ever. So probably somewhere either Miss Aline or the artists or somebody who was giving their input was like, well, we need to make it clear that the building is a school because it's such a boring structure. Yes. So um, I went to Columbine. So let's just make it Columbine. Mm-hmm. Or like my boyfriend went to Columbine or my wife went to yeah. Columbine. It's um, we uh uh, that happens. I was working on a pilot with um, my friend Colin the other day, and I was like, oh, what street do they live on? And he's like, oh, what street did you go up on? I was like, Madison Street. He's like, put it in. Yeah. It just happens. Yeah. So I'm sure someone involved had a connection to Columbine High School. It's crazy to to see that. Yeah. It really gives you a like visceral mm-hmm. reaction. Of like, oh, no. Like, oh, Columbine. Oh, no, oh, no, no. Do oh, people God. die? Yeah. I was really afraid the whole book. So I didn't notice until after. Thank goodness. Oh, that's good. Because I I was reading the whole book going, please don't let someone show up with a gun. Please don't let that. That is almost never the case that it's a gun. Yeah. It's usually a knife or a pushing or fire. A pottery wheel. Or a pottery wheel. Or a very hot shower. almost always a pottery wheel. Almost always a pottery wheel. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to read the back of the book? Yes. Kelly has always been afraid of final exams. Now she's scared to death. Something strange has been going on all week. Something weird. It started with someone playing a few pranks on her at school, trashing her locker, stealing her purse. Then the pranks turned deadly. Someone doesn't want Kelly to graduate. They've prepared a special final exam just for her. And she'd better not have any wrong answers because her life depends on it. Accurate. Accurate. Yeah. Did you like this book? Um, it was fine. I liked Kelly, like I said. Mm-hmm. I thought she had a sense of humor, like a genuine sense of humor, yeah, which doesn't funny. often happen. Yeah. Um, and then with like good, fairly, you know, witty retorts from the people she was talking to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought, well, did you guess who it was? No, until like maybe 20 pages before we find out and then i was like it's them yeah i guessed it fairly early on um but was happy about the decision Mm -hmm. because the red herrings were many yes and yet it's like we because we don't we just like straight up don't talk to jeff do we not really not at all not at all like we see him talking to other people but she doesn't talk to him never really, ever which is that's weird though that's that you fucking never talk to your best friend's boyfriend yes. ever that they seem like very light acquaintances yeah 
But like she's with Talia all the time. All the time. I also liked, I thought that her love interest, the I liked him. I did too. I, he was nice and he cared about her. And I love at the end. So the, his red herringness is not that he's alarming, is not. Yes. It's just that he, his dad puts a lot of pressure on him. And that's yeah. something that and everyone knows does. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's my main problem with the book. Sure. So the whole thing is that Jeff is after Kelly the whole time because she goes to fill out a work, a student work something or other. No idea what she's doing. I don't know what that is. There are a lot of details in this book that I did not know. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what this is. I don't know what that is. They seem to think this is a normal school thing. Yeah. Not in my experience, yeah. but it's like some sort of like student job directive. Yeah. It's like a weird word that gets used. But when she's in there, she happens to notice on the ground this like journal looking thing. And it on the cover is the word winners in all caps. <laughs> and then she opens it and it's like a journal. And on at the top of the page on each journal, which I is like such a thing that exists, is a different inspirational quote yes. about achievement. Mm -hmm. And then there are all these like scribbles and drawings and thoughts and everything. And... Jeff, the person whose book this is, who was apparently given it by his dad, who puts a lot of pressure on him. At the time, he was trying to sneak into or he did sneak into the office to get a copy of the English exam so that he could prepare his answers. Because it's like you have to write an essay talking about like the protagonist and antagonist and like Frankenstein and some other things. And he accidentally drops his book and Kelly picks it up and is like, huh. Well, I don't want to turn it in because this seems pretty private. And also, I don't know what it was doing in here. Also, I love that she's not an arc. Not at all. I'm not at she all. She protects the person who's playing these pranks on her all week. Yeah. Which makes no sense. No. Because these pranks are intense. Yeah. They start to become deadly. And, and then he, because he's crazy, becomes convinced that she's out to get him. And her even having this book makes her a winner. Yes. So here's my problem with this whole book. What the fuck is in this book? Uh, that was what like, okay. Holy fuck <laughs> is contained in these magical pages that mean Jeff is going to like live a charmed life. Yeah. And if Kelly is in mere possession of yeah. it, that means that she's going to be the winner over him. He has to be number one and he needs his winner's book. I yeah. I, I have to get winners back. Winners. Papa. Winners. Like, yeah. he, he keeps saying capital w, w winners as if we're to know what winners is. And it is. And he keeps saying like all the answers are inside winners. Yeah. And it's like, what answers? I guess it is the inspirational. So I am glad that you told me what that is because I did not understand <laughs> that winners was a journal that a had inspirational journal. quotes on the top because I was like what is this a book that he wrote or a book that he found or like I, I, don't I know did not like understand his, what the book was it was his dad's journal when he was a high school student Maybe. or something because he keeps saying his dad gave it to him or his dad gave it to him as a gift like on a birthday or Christmas or some lame Here's what like, I bet happened. Gifty gave. Yeah, I bet you dad is like, hey, I really need you to go to Stanford. Is that where he wants Dartmouth. to go? Dartmouth. Dart Dartmouth. 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 Darkmouth. So he's like, I need you to go to Dartmouth. I went there. You have to go there. Yeah. And then I Be bet a winner, you son. Be a winner. Yeah. 
I bet you what actually happened is dad's like, you need to go to Dartmouth. Then just like offhandedly gives him this planner. And then he ascribes all of this power to this planner. Also, like nobody even knows about any of the like, like I love that he's like, she's fucking testing me and yeah. setting traps. She's setting traps. She went to the principal. They're both on to me. And now they're just setting traps. And she literally does not know. Of, like she does she not care or know. She even has the stupid thing. When he's thing. like, you have winners at the end. She's like, what? what? <laughs> she's like, oh yeah, I, that thing. I do like that at the pool party. So like there's this big pool party at the end of the week for all the seniors to celebrate being done with finals and it's at tad's house the like richest most popular smartest guy in school which why isn't jeff after tad i know whatever his name because is tad right not ted tad Tad. i thought it was tad it's it's got to be tad that's such a like 80s like and 90s cute guy name yeah tad. Uh, win a yeah, date yeah. with tad hamilton <gasps> oh my god yeah i loved that movie it was a little <laughs> embarrassing i never saw it it's, i saw bits of it here's the thing it's not good yeah. Oh, obviously. It's not good. It's very bad. Uh-huh. And not good. Yes. I loved it. Makes sense. It's not good. Yeah. <laughs> I have to see this. <laughs> um, it sounds like I'd love it. You would. So, so why isn't he after Tad if Tad seems to be number one in everything? Maybe he's like better. Maybe he's after Tad at first off page. Uh-huh. And then the second that winner's. Yeah, because she gets winners. Like the thing with winners is so calling it winners. It's a fucking journal. Why doesn't he just say my journal? I don't know. He keeps saying winners. Here, I'll read her finding it. Ignoring the no student sign on the open door, she detoured into the room for a closer look. The only thing out of place amid the crowded shelves, filing cabinets, and boxes was a small brown book on the floor, a book the size of a miniature address book. And it's so small. (laughs) Kelly picked it up. Winners was embossed in gold letters on the front. Curious, she opened it, flipping pages. There was one inspirational message printed on each page in large gold letters. I am a winner. Winners win was the message on the first page. Wait, so is it just an inspirational book? Yeah. Maybe it's not a journal. It's a journal. What? So on each page in large gold letters, I am a winner. Winners win. Not too original, Kelly thought. Yeah. (laughs) She thumbed to another page. Losers are going nowhere. Where are you going? It said. Beneath the printing was a blank space that had been filled in with hand-scrawled notes and scribbled personal comments about some of the teacher. I don't think I'd better turn this into lost and found, Kelly decided. Not with the comments about the teachers in it. I wouldn't want anyone to see this if it were mine. Maybe I can figure out whose it is and give it back. I don't recognize the handwriting. It's just scribbles, nothing distinctive. She dropped the book in her book bag, stopping by the counter again on the way out. And that's like... Pretty much the last she thinks of it. But maybe, maybe you're oh, right. Maybe it is so... just an inspirational quote book. And then he just wrote around the Like maybe the quotes are in the center. And then he, but she said but there she is a space. finds it. So I'm sure it is like, well, it could be like a thought a day, maybe. Yeah, like that. Okay. Or maybe not even that. Because like I have um, a Mr. Rogers quote book. Yeah. And it'll just be like, if it's a super short quote, it'll just be in the center of the page surrounded by blank space. Yeah. So maybe it's like that. So it could be like that. And he's just like keeping notes inside. And his dad probably gave it to him. And he's like, here, son, look at this every day and meditate on what it takes to succeed in life. I feel like. But what a little sad. What a sad little weirdo. What a weird. I'm so sad for Jeff. Here's the thing. He's so. It's also just like embarrassing. Like he's a child. Yeah. It's it reminds me of um, 
Uh, do you know about the killer Mark Twitchell? It's pretty recent. Mm-hmm. He was like a cosplayer and like fan filmmaker, and he no. like would lure men um, and like murder them. Me. And he was really into Dexter, and he thought he was like Dexter. Really embarrassing. Oh no. Yeah. Um, but he like wrote this book called like the SK Confessions, serial killer confessions. Oh no. Where he would like write about his. He'd be like, no, I never thought of myself as like a like that kind of. Oh no. It's very embarrassing. Um, it reminds me of that where you like uh, you have this little book and you think you're so like, but the quotes in it are so dumb. I mean, she thinks to herself, yeah. she's like, that's like nothing. Yeah. Winners win. Winners win. That's losers don't succeed. Like what? <laughs> I feel like that book is the embodiment of like failing upward white male mediocrity of like yeah. this dad who like went to Dartmouth thinks that this book is like makes interesting and is like genuinely inspirational gets it for his son and his son is like yes father i will yeah, succeed like, whatever you want you're right i won't fail you daddy i won't yeah and he like it's interspersed with his thoughts watching kelly which oh. is how we know he's like she's setting traps for me it's very funny like i was like laughing at his parts because it's they're so embarrassing they're so embarrassing the fact that and he, he keeps he- calling them traps and he's like, I'm too smart for that. I'm going to lay traps on my own. And then he's like, oh, I can't believe how easy it was to evade her trap. But like, there's there's nothing. literally no nothing traps. is happening for him. Like, it's it, so sad. It makes me so sad. It reminds me of that. Um, the busy librarian. In, oh, yeah. yeah. Where he's like Just so busy all around. He's, he's so busy. He has come up with like backbreaking work yes. for himself. Whereas like no one is even paying attention to him. Like, no one cares no. about what he's doing. No one even cares about winners. No, and no one, one even... It's not even like no one cares like he's an outcast. Like, he has a bunch of friends. Yeah. He's like a cool, fun guy in people's opinion. So it's not even like he's trod upon. No. He, he, he is just... I like that she makes it clear at the end that he's just, like, generally troubled. Like, he probably has serious psychological issues... Yes apart from his dad putting pressure on him like his dad it doesn't seem like he's like beating him it just seems like his dad was putting too much pressure on him and because his son was just like really susceptible to um paranoia like maybe he's bipolar or something paranoia um so in this case i don't even want to use the word crazy because like this is one of those cases where the the main character like truly does seem to be having like a breakdown and mental illness he's not just like a murderous nothing no, no. he's just like he's like given like pathos and yeah and i mean a bates is definitely saying something with this book yes she's like parents put too much pressure on themselves kids put too much pressure on themselves in school and getting into the col- right colleges and it's important to oh this does seem connected to Columbine now. It's important oh. to like keep an eye out on your friends yeah. for signs that they're going through something yeah. and reach out to them and include them. Oh, isn't that crazy? This got really sad. Well, here's the thing. I think generally we should all try and do that. So maybe that's just like a general. Because yeah. that's such a general um, message that we should all do. I feel like that is often the underlying thing for a lot of like acts of like spree violence or um yeah you know troubled people then like bursting out and like committing acts of violence um but it yeah it, 
It does seem. I hadn't thought uh, of that till just then. But I mean, she also is. They're good messages. And I, what I like about her message too is kind of like, just do the thing that you like want. Like, I like that Kelly is a mechanic and yes, mm-hmm. it is a thing that's like made of it. But like, also there was never, her no parents are ever cool like doing that. reach higher. No exactly. one ever looks down on her. If anything, people seem to be very jealous of the fact that like she has an interest and she's just pursuing that trade. Which is cool. I mean, I thought yeah. that was really cool about her. It was really cool. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey guys, wanted to take a quick break from the show to talk to you about one of our sponsors, Lending Club. Those of you that have listened to our show, you eagle-eared listeners, know that I went to law school. Uh, I did not have a scholarship. I had to take out a lot of loans to go. And uh, thinking about just all the different types of loans that I owe money on is a very stressful thing. And I assume that if you have revolving debt, that you feel the same uh, intense fear whirling around your brain at all hours of the night. If you're carrying revolving debt, that means you're not paying off your card every month and you could be paying thousands in interest every year that you don't have to. With Lending Club, you can consolidate your debt or pay off credit cards with one fixed monthly payment. Since 2007, Lending Club has helped millions of people regain control of their finances with affordable fixed rate personal loans. There's no trips to the bank, no high interest credit cards. Just go to LendingClub.com Tell them about yourself and how much you want to borrow. Pick the terms that are right for you. And if you're approved, your loan is automatically deposited into your bank account in as little as a few days. Lending Club is the number one peer-to-peer lending platform with over $35 billion in loans issued. Just go to LendingClub.com slash teencreeps. Check your rate in minutes and borrow up to $40,000. That's L-E-N-D-I-N-G-C-L-U-B dot com slash teencreeps. LendingClub.com slash teencreeps. All loans made by WebBank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hey guys, wanted to take a quick break from the show to talk to you about our sponsor for this week's episode, BetterHelp.com. These teens in our books are always facing such traumatic issues. Are you feeling traumatized because your boyfriend might be a ghost? Are you having trouble unpacking the thoughts that you have about your best friend trying to steal your life? Are you a twin? Period. what's standing between you and your happiness? It might be you. Are your own feelings a roadblock preventing you from achieving your goals? Have you thought about talking to someone, but you're uncertain or unsure of where to start? BetterHelp.com online counseling is there for you. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with licensed professional counselors, caring professionals, specializing in the issues that you want to talk about. Depression, stress and anxiety, trauma, grief, self-esteem, ghost boyfriend, twin, Connect with your counselor in a safe and private environment. Get help at your own time and at your own pace. Schedule secure video and phone sessions or text your therapist, all included worldwide, and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option, and for Teen Creeps listeners, you get 10% off your first month with discount code TEENCREEPS. If you've been wanting to talk, get started today. Go to betterhelp.com teencreeps. 
Simply fill out the questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love, one that you can always change. That's betterhelp.com slash teencreeps. Promo code teencreeps. She does tend to decide not to study because she's so overwhelmed and just like work on cars. Yes. A little too much. Yeah, but with, like but we would all. I choose to sit on my ass yeah. and watch TV as opposed to do the work I need to yeah. do. So at least she's practicing a skill. That's a thing. And also, like we all did that in high school. We all didn't want to study. Yeah. So I like that she was also too like okay with doing that. Yeah. That she was like, I don't care about this. I also like that it was a huge part of her character that fed into the storylines about her like missing the signs that like her sister wasn't just a snot that she was just like she felt really lonely and wanted to be included and that she like wasn't being a very good friend to Talia. Yeah. And it's it's all because like she doesn't like get people. Yeah. She gets machines. Yeah. Um, but also she's willing to learn and she's not just yeah. like, well, I just don't get people. So I'm rude all the time. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I hate when people do that. It when- is. I mean, because it's one of these it's one of these books that we read on the podcast. Uh, it is like really just over and over hitting the nail on the head again and again with this. Kelly loves machines, but not doesn't get people. Yeah. Hey, and is super afraid of her finals. And it's like. Every single page gets that across. Yeah. But I like it generally. And it was a generally like tightly written book. The people were all three dimensional. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like every person had like flaws and good things about them. Yeah. Um, Or at least pathos. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's anything really good about Jeffrey. I guess he had perseverance. He like didn't give up. Like just it's really just kept sad. trying to take her out. Sad. Um, the, so the pranks that happen to her are first eggs in her car and on her car. Yeah. And her car's her baby. Yes. And we find out later it's not Jeff. It's her sister, Susan, mm-hmm. because Susan is like jealous and wanted to attack the thing that she really loves because Kelly and their dad bond really heavily over cars and their parents are divorced. And when the dad calls, he'll be like, oh, hi, Susan. How are you? That's good. Is Kelly there? Yeah. Which sucks. That was really sad. I felt yeah. bad. Yeah, I felt genuinely bad for Susan. Me too. I mean, and I loved too, like moments where Susan, like, you know, Susan's usually kind of like snide mm-hmm. to her. But then there's like, there were a couple moments where Susan, like, like when she finds out that someone stole Kelly's hat. Kelly's hat. Because Kelly wears a derby hat all the time. All the time. Her like, dad's that's her derby hat. Is her dad's derby hat. She wears it all the time. All the time. Like, I am worried about, like, the part of her hair. Because I'm like, we need to just, like, brush it up a little bit. No. Because, like, the hat. No, it's a lost cause, Kelly. <laughs> probably really bad. I, I kept picturing her dressed like um, Johnny Depp in that movie, Benny and Benny June. Benny June. Yes. <laughs> she was, like, she was, like, I was picturing character. her in a very large white shirt with a vest mm-hmm. and slacks mm-hmm. and a derby hat and a tie. She seemed very she would cool. She'd be like very 1990s cool. Yeah. She seemed like she was very cool mm-hmm. and like didn't care about, you know, what anyone thought about her. Yeah. Um, And like, th- yeah. And there are moments where like she or I loved the moment where she um, Kelly's like sleeping in her room and like she has a stream about smoke and she wakes up and there's like a fire in her trash, in her trash can. can and her sister like breaks down the door and puts out the fire and she's like, 
Kelly, like, are you okay? Like, she's like genuinely she's, yeah, very really scared, scared that she just. And then because of that, oh, she also she squirted cheese whiz. Yeah, in her in locker. Kelly's locker through the vents. What was it um, called? Easy cheese. Yeah. What cheese? Cheese ease. Cheese ease. <laughs> <laughs> very funny. Very funny. Um. So she did that too, and then when the trash can fire happens, which is Jeff, mm-hmm. Susan like realizes how like petty and awful her pranks on Kelly have been and that like she doesn't hate her. She loves her because she's just like afraid for her life. Mm-hmm. And so she stops and like does a 180 and is just trying to help her the whole rest of the book. I got major like very cute Lindsay K. Ty vibes when she's like screaming <laughs> about the hat. I was so thinking she, about So that. she's like, someone stole this hat and everyone needs to help me search for it. And everyone's like, can you please calm down? Like, we <laughs> would, like, but no. you're being insane. And she's like, no, the hat, the injustice. <laughs> because she's like, my sister almost died and I'm ridden with guilt. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, and I'm secretly like really guilty about these other crimes, th- these other things so I like, did to her. If I could just find her hat, then I'll have made up for it. it was you so- don't understand. It's our dad's hat. <laughs> and then like literally everyone just leaves the room and she's still just screaming to nobody about they, how they need to find the hat. It was she's very like, cute. at school screaming about it this. It was really because cute. Because Jeff took her hat? Jeff took the hat. Yeah. Um, oh, here's my other big problem with the book. And mm-hmm. it's worse than winners, not knowing what's in winners. <laughs> um, Danny, the violent, abusive boyfriend, just being allowed to continue seeing Susan. Wait, who's Danny? Kelly's ex who like punches <gasps> oh shit all the time. God. He like punched out the window in Kelly's T-bird. I forgot about him. He uh, he's always like pu- punching like, holes like, in walls. Kelly's locker is banged up because when he gets pissed at her, he will punch her locker. Yeah, he is. He's like very violent. He has like high T for sure. He's yes. like rage. He's like an yes. like he's emotionally disturbed. Very. Yes. And so Kelly breaks up with him for that reason. Yeah. And to get back at her, Danny starts dating Susan and Susan genuinely likes him. And Kelly's just like fine with this. I know. I mean, she's jealous, but she's never like, Susan, you can't date him. Not because I'm jealous, but because he's violent. I forgot about the Danny thing. never gets said. I know. Because he's one of the red herrings. Yes. Oh, no. No, no, or no. Or just at least like, or at least that just never gets said. Ugh. If yuck. they don't stay together. I it's forgot about Danny. Up. I thought Danny should have been. Danny's like, one of those evil red herrings because yes. it's like, oh, he's super violent and he and Kelly broke up with him. So maybe he's doing it. Yeah. But also like the. Yeah. He was such an obvious red herring. I knew it like couldn't be it him. Wasn't him. And Kelly did keep thinking like this isn't his style. I know. So it like it he was sort of he was like a he was like on the back burner as far as red herrings go. Yeah. And Tad was definitely number one. Yes. Yeah. Tad was number one because his dad was like so crazy. Yeah. Like his dad was like at this baseball game, like being one of those dads that screams so much that like everybody's like, dude. Yeah, it's a distraction. Stop. But then we find out that like he acts at that way with at his, at his dad's, dad's like yeah. community softball. softball. Where he's also screaming about it. So it's like they just have this like screaming relationship, aggro, but good relationship <laughs> with each other. Me and my dad are like, like really aggro at each other. We're just like we're super aggressive and competitive, uh, but in a good way. 
That is a nightmare. I don't want to be involved with any kind of man who like gets weirdly aggro with his dad. Like I, like I'm not interested. Better than just it being one sided. Sure, sure. Because then, as long as physical violence isn't occurring, yeah, and you're both just, and as long as it's like not at the dinner table, right, right. If if it's just like a sport, yeah, thing, it's a sports related achievement thing. Here, I want to read. Uh, one of the Jeff chapters. Yay! Which I think is kind of the perfect one. She took it! I can't <laughs> believe she took it. It's mine. Where did she hide it? What did she do with it? What will I do without it? I have to have it back. It's my blueprint. That's what he said. He said, take this. Let it work for you like it worked for me. It was my blueprint for, to success. It will do the same for you if you let it. See, I remember every word. I need it. It's not for anyone else. Just me. He said so. This is your secret just yours. There isn't room for many winners in this world, but you can be one of them. Why didn't she just leave it where it was? Does she know it's mine? She can't. No one's ever seen it. Till now. Did she see me? She looked right at me. She must have seen me. And she took my book. She'll know all the secrets. I can't let her. I can't let her know my secrets. I can't let her have my book. I am so stupid. (laughs) It's so sad. I should have left it somewhere else, somewhere safe. Then it wouldn't have fallen. No, I'm not stupid. A stupid person couldn't have made a perfect plan like I did. I couldn't have got the, couldn't have got the test. I got it. Maybe I should have been more careful and maybe I should have put the panel back faster, but I'm not stupid. I'm a winner. It's still a perfect plan. One problem didn't ruin my plan and I won't let Kelly Francis ruin it either. This poor, sad, sad little boy. It is hilarious. It is. But also very sad. Very sad. <laughs> um, I am so stupid. I mean, it's like hilarious because he like is so also the degree very. degree to which he is obsessed with this book is very funny. It's so funny because also like nobody else cares about this book. Nobody. It's an inspirational quote book. I mean, first of all, his dad is also stupid and weird. How yes. is this a blueprint for success? It, it is an inspirational yeah, quote book. It is very. Okay, not what this was part. he writing in the margins? Like, what could he have possibly been writing? You're a fucking winner. You, you, you fucking win, man. You win. <laughs> you win. Look at you. You're strong. Losers don't win. Losers don't win. Oh, here we go. This is the part. Okay. Is it over? Did I win? They were going to trap me, but I was too clever. She and the principal plotted, but I plotted better and faster. Everyone, having everyone ask me how well I did, did they think I would confess? That was an easy trap. They didn't make very good traps. (laughs) Seeing I had a message in the office. How dumb do they think I am? Is that all they could think of? Waiting for me to trip up and confess or walk into the lair? Two times she went into the office. But she only had dumb traps. Easy traps. And (laughs) And I was so worried. My traps were so much better. She'll flunk chemistry in Spanish. She doesn't know about Spanish yet, but she'll find out. And if she was scared enough, she might have flunked the English test too. She should have been scared enough. I got her good. Then she can talk all she wants, but nobody will believe her. She'll be a loser. And nobody believes a, and nobody believes in a loser. I won't flunk English. I know they wanted me to have a perfect test so they could catch me. I wanted to have a perfect test too, but I didn't. I did just exactly <laughs> well enough to win and no more. I was too smart. That means I won. I did win. I defeated the enemy and I am the winner. That is so fucking funny. <laughs> That's so they funny. Were easy traps. The f- I made better traps. Do you think I was going to walk into the lair? <laughs> the 
fr- the alarming frequency. <laughs> no one is aware of him. No, no one at cares all. or no like aware. No one knows at <laughs> all about his. Like I'm just picturing people being like, like, oh hey Jeff, um, how'd you think you did on that test? And he was like, oh, my fucking god, fucking the trap. Trap. You, this trap is too obvious. You think <laughs> I did pretty good? Cool. I'll see you later. And he's like, these traps oh, are defeated, defeated. I treat, I, I trapped him better than they trapped me. <laughs> what a stupid, easy trap. <laughs> did they think I was going to say that I did well because I cheated? Oh, I didn't. Well, I'm too smart to do that. Also, like, just such minor, like, I'm sure that calling him to the office was like an admin question. Like, they're like, just like, oh, we didn't get your. Truly did just have a message yeah. for him. They're just like, oh, you're like, uh, your mom, you forgot your lunch money. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, what a trap. I, I defeated their traps and also all of her meetings with like traps. all the principals and stuff have nothing to nothing. do with him it has the principal saw kelly's job directive of, or whatever it's called mm-hmm. and was like oh she fixes cars i'm gonna ask her to take a look at my car because it's making a weird noise yeah. that was it that was it that was all and then there was like a meeting He's with her out teacher of his mind. because like one of her t- she did she actually like focuses during her english exam because of the thing he did yeah do you like to say the thing he did so um wait so which one that was before english it's the table oh apparently they don't have enough desks (laughs) some of the students have to sit on tables she sits on the table all this like there's two screws out of like eight that need to be in there and it breaks under her weight and she like bonks her head on a book but she's fine um and then the teacher's like, okay, well, like, um, you're going to have to just take the test at the front of the class. Yeah. So that's his first trap. Yeah. For her. But what ends up happening is like Kelly never connected to the books before because she thought it was all like too not true to life. But because somebody has been after her all week, she's viewing literature in a completely different way. She's like, oh, people have dark sides and sometimes... <laughs> bad shit happens mm-hmm. and so then she's like ruminating about that and she puts it all into her essay and the english teacher is like um so i don't know how to say this but like um usually you don't do like uh the best mm-hmm. on tests <laughs> and you did very well on this one because uh, she thinks that kelly's cheating mm-hmm. so she's because she knows that somebody did take a copy of the exam and that yeah. would be jeff and so she's trying to figure out who did like better than they usually did in class. And Kelly is one of the or the most obvious example. Um, so she has Kelly like walk her through her thinking. And Kelly is just like confessing everything. She's like, somebody is fucking fucking with me. Yeah. And so here's why I wrote all that. And she basically repeats it all. And the English teacher is like, OK, that you were able to walk me through your thinking. So yeah. now I trust it wasn't you. Also, another one of the things he does to her is actually like pretty like this is maybe his best trap <laughs> we'll just use his word yeah this is his best trap which is he i like, mean he has a lot of classic really good traps. yeah <laughs> this is a golden trap really good he removes the cover of her book i was like what's happening i was like is he the guy from you like <laughs> why is he so good at like putting a book together and pretty well i guess he was working on it at home at night this is the shit he's doing all night it's the study use that time to study 
He has to win, not just do well, Kelly. He's he has like, to win. I'm just picturing him like fucking like just like with like eyeglasses that yes, like both. magnify. Oh, what like the jewelers? The jewelers glasses. Like eyeglasses. I know what it's called because I had to look it up for something. Oh, oh wow. well. The jeweler's eyeglasses and he's like 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 hammering away at like working on it like um and and just just like muttering to himself like yeah. oh this fucking I'm picturing him like have you seen Deadwood? Yeah. Uh the mayor of the town. The yeah. JB whatever. Yeah. Smooth. Like that guy <laughs> who's just like he's fucking evil like evil squirrely little dude that like is really bad at everything he does and is constantly like just so embarrassing and i know that i use this word a lot little worm but they refer to him as a grotesque they do in in the show which he is he is he is he is actually i don't sorry i i don't hate him he sucks a lot he sucks a lot i don't hate him or Mm, he's pretty racist he's racist racist. everyone's racist i would say i hate him less than i hate the guy that murders the um the girls that work at the brothel oh yeah that guy well the biggest villain of all is um you know gerald mcraney (laughs) who is that or whatever his last name is um you know guy who played major dad he's the the big real guy He's based on a real guy, but he he like owns all the mining. Oh, the Hearst properties. Guy. Yes. Um, Her- yeah. Hearst. He oh, yeah. is. I hate him so much because I love Al Swearingen. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I love Al Swearingen. Mm-hmm. And to be fair for what like I, I'm just like to be fair for what it's worth. Uh, one might say um, <laughs> I even though Al Swearingen is often at odds with the the dude that has the jewel. Wait, does he have the jewel or it's it's his like his like kind of arch nemesis guy, not Hearst. It's like the other guy that has like the fancier saloon. Oh, the jewel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love the show. It's one of my favorite shows. Me too. Do not remember his name. I don't remember his name either. I fucking hate my memory. I'm so irritated. Um, (laughs) I'm so irritated. I'm so irritated all the time. I've I've seen the seasons multiple times. Yeah. Why can't I remember this? I am. I almost finished the series like years ago and like for some reason like things came up and I didn't finish it so I tried to pick up where I left off uh like a few days ago oh really? and I was like I don't remember anything so I had to start <laughs> back over um right after uh Bullock's kid and the horse uh-huh that part that's sad yeah so I now love I'm that like, episode where all the um the horse, horse are so upset and they the get horse can to come. come. I just watched that one. The horse can come. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Where is that guy? The jewel guy? Yeah. I, but here's Where the thing. At? Even though he's often at odds with Swearingen, I don't too long ago. hate him. No, I don't hate. Oh, he's pretty bad, though. He's bad. Listen, Cy everyone is bad. Everyone Cy. is bad. It's everyone true. is bad. Every, truly everyone truly on the everyone show is bad. bad. Truly, uh, truly, Except truly. for, um, you know, Alma and Seth. Uh, Timothy Oliphant and oh. Rich Lady. Well, here's the thing. Rich Lady, she doesn't always put the welfare of her ward. No. <laughs> at the top. No. She is the best. No. No. And she has a, this doesn't make her a bad person. Uh-huh. But she does often like. Well, she's constantly choosing 
Seth and her own selfish and laudanum over. Yeah. Well, that's only the first little girl, but that's that's true. She stops with the laudanum so much. Um, oh, his name is Gerald McRaney. George Hurst. You know who? You know who I like together? Jane and the girl who. Yes. Like their relationship. I'm I like, love Jane so much. Jane and her, like when they're just like talking and like just kind of fake giving each other shit. Yeah. I love that. I love them. I love them. Jane is the best. Jane is the best. Robin Weigert is such a good actress. Yes. Like she has one tiny scene in Angels in America. I've never seen that. Um, It is really, really good. <laughs> She's one tiny scene and it is my favorite scene of the whole play and like sticks with me so hard. Really? Yeah. Um, Good for her. It's all about grief. Good for her, man. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like stage actress, I think. Um, I love Trixie. I love Trixie. Love Trixie. Oh, I love the guy that, uh, that marries Joni Alma. Joni Stubbs. Joni and Jane. Yes, Joni Stubbs. Yeah. Oh, when they're just like snipping at each other. I love that. Yeah. Um, it's a really good show, you guys. It's a really good show. It's it has so good. You have like there is a lot of really hard, like racist language in it. Yes, and that's something you do have and to kind of violence against women. Deaden, yeah, you do have yeah. to kind of deaden yourself against but it. But it doesn't. I mean, for one thing, it's like very period appropriate. Yeah, that's the thing. It's all about, but like also like the show obviously thinks that it's bad. <laughs> Yes. I mean, all the it's it's more good than bad. Here's the thing. It's like that. kind. It's the same kind of show mm -hmm. as like I would say like Mad Men um, mm -hmm. uh, or even like Rick and Morty, mm -hmm. where it's like idiots that think that they should be like the very tr or Breaking Bad, like mm -hmm. very troubled people mm -hmm. that are like, oh, I want to be Don Draper. It's like nobody yeah. fucking wants you to be Don Draper. Yeah. Like the creators of the show think that John Draper is a bad person. That's you, the whole point. That's of the, the show. whole point. Is that he's, he's a, a very bad person. person. Hello. But they're yeah. like, oh, but the, that's like, it's people that like romanticize the badness, the badness. Yeah. That kind of, that threaten to ruin the show. Yeah. You just have to like push those people away. Well, if you're fine with Game of Thrones, you're fine with Deadwood. Oh, oh, it's also the reason I am like very lax with saying cunt. Yeah, but also, they say it so many times. They do say that a lot. And also, I think with, you know. I think it's better than Game of Thrones. I, I do think so, too. I also think, as far as the use of the word cunt, because we have had people call us misogynist for using that word. That's stupid. Which is very stupid. Here's the thing. If a man calls me a cunt, yeah. I'm going to elbow him in the fucking throat. Yeah. yeah. That's our word. <laughs> yeah. It's just like. Yeah. You know, it's just like repurposing it. Same thing as if a guy calls me a bitch. I'm like, ew, you're not good. Yeah. I mean, if if we can say bitch, we can say cunt. Yeah. Also, don't tell me what I can and cannot say as a woman. Yeah. Other women. Yeah. It's not like I'm saying that about all women. I'm not one of those women who's yeah. like, I don't really like girls because they come with a lot of drama. I don't have a lot of female friends. Girls can just be like so catty. <sighs> and it's not at all because like I act way nicer to men than I do to women. Yeah, And it's not at all because I want every guy in this room to want to fuck me. <laughs> it's not to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, There's nobody really like that in this book. No. All the women no are one's pretty on chill. The scale. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. pretty cool. I mean, it's even just Jeff. We should create like a Jeff scale of like just a pathetic, oh, sad, sad murderer, sad murder, <laughs> like where you're just like, oh, dude, like I don't yeah. even want to think about you too much because you are really bumming me. Out. Yeah. 
it's yeah one of those one of those villains where i like i just want him to get better yeah i just want jeff to figure it out and get better here's the thing which like kelly does too because she saves his goddamn life i here's she's a better person than i am i would oh my God, not yeah. save that man which the same thing a bates wrote mother's helper yes and the the hero the protagonist doesn't um she like lets the villain go oh because yeah she just feels so bad for her for this here's here's my thing that made less sense yes this made a little more sense for me the second someone tries to kill me yeah i lose yeah. like she's a better she's a mother Teresa. i'm not really that way I'd, i would be like yeah. you try to kill me i let you fucking die in this ravine yeah i it's a bit much yeah. if you try to kill me it's just like it's you kind of cross the line yeah 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 but jeff's reaction is so sad oh so, like yeah. he finally he's like enacting his final trap by <laughs> his greatest trap by pretending that the car he like drives somewhere super weird acts like the car won't go any further oh my god and so he and talia have to go like really far i don't even know how they end up getting to the party so oh, maybe he no 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 so he what the yeah, fuck happens? I don't know how they get to the party. I don't know how they get to they the party. They had to walk or something. Because he drives from way the... the fuck out of the way. And they don't have cell phones. Maybe he just left it there. I think, no, because they haven't been driving it around, remember? Because it was oh, like. Oh, so that happened some other time? Yeah, and he oh, left it there. Okay. He didn't tell Talia where the car was. Right. Because she was just like, oh, he's having trouble with this car. But like, look at it after finals. Yeah. And she was like, okay. Yeah. And then she's at the party. Talia's like, oh, this would be a perfect time for you to like look at Jeff's car. He was like, I don't know why, but it seems like. <laughs> she's like, I need to think about like, oh, because she doesn't want to go to Dartmouth with him. because yeah. She didn't get into Dartmouth. And he was like, well, you can just like be my wife. No, she said that. Oh, and then she's like, I don't want to do that, actually. Yeah. She set up this whole plan where she was going to move next to Dartmouth and get a job but tell her parents that she was going to college near there and just like take the money that they sent her for tuition and living expenses to fund her and Jeff's life together and get secret married. Yeah. And then and then <laughs> afterwards, she's like, um, so I thought it through and I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> but she I don't know how person. to tell Jeff because now he's super excited about it. So she's like thinking of a way to tell him. And that's why she's like, can you just keep him away? So like while I think. Yeah. Hey, guys, Kelly here. Wanted to take a quick break from the show to talk to you about one of our sponsors, Every Plate. If you know me, you know that I am a busy modern woman. But I also am a busy modern woman that loves to cook. But I also am extremely lazy and stressed out all the time. I always tell myself I have to cook more at home. But then, you know, things pile up and I'm like, oh, poo, I did not go to the grocery store. And now I'm going to order takeout and oh, my gosh, why am I so sodiumed out? What? An answer to every single one of my problems? You can experience a full plate and fuller wallets with America's best value meal kit. Think about it this way. One meal is the same price as one cup of coffee. Are you freaking kidding me? 
While other dinner options cost around $10 a serving, Every Plate is offering five chef-designed recipes each week from only $4.99 per serving. And guess what? Recipes come together in about 30 minutes, you dings. Definitely faster than a trip to the grocery store. Less time deciding what to cook means more time spent enjoying good food with family. These easy-to-follow recipes are delicious and take the stress out of dinner time. They do the meal planning, shopping, and prepping for you, so you don't have to buy more ingredients than you need. Because Every Plate's recipes come with everything already pre-measured. And Every Plate is constantly expanding their shipment zones, so check to make sure that your zip code is included in where they ship at checkout. What's so special about Every Plate is the price tag, baby. Because usually you think to yourself, meal kits are expensive. But guess what? You can get the same deliciousness at a much lower price. I love the Every Kit experience. The meals were delicious. I saved so much time and money. I actually had so much more time to actually have time for family and friends, and it was awesome. So let's get you guys on this boat. For six free meals across your first three weeks and free shipping on your first delivery, go to everyplate.com and enter promo code TEENCREEP6. Again, that's six free meals across your first three weeks and free shipping in your first delivery. Go to everyplate.com and enter promo code TEENCREEP6. So they go there and he's like, oh, and she like really tries to switch it up because Jeff starts telling her like, hey, I feel like maybe I'm overstepping (gasps) boundaries. But like, I just want to let you know that like Tad has gotten really aggressive in the last year or so. And um, he just seems like really obsessed with being the best. And he's like, like, uh, you know, fouled some guys on the court and whatnot. And he like and he, laughs after he fouls. Yeah. Them. And he like apologizes. But like, you can, it seems like he's still happy. And then us as a reader, are like, I guess it's Tad, even though I felt pretty sure that that was a red herring. For me, I was like, oh, he's like trying to put her on the scent of but like he's about to kill her. So. But yeah, so then like in that moment I was like, then why even do this? Maybe he was just like afraid that she was gonna get suspicious of how far out they were driving. Maybe because they were driving into a ravine. Yes. Or I guess to the top of to the ravine. A, yeah, to a cliff. Yeah. Um and I was when I read that, I was like disappointed in the book for that being the answer. So then I was like undisappointed. Yeah. <laughs> once it was Jeff. I guess it was Jeff because some random thing like something about him being in the background and stressed out about finals and like Talia being worried about him or like finding him extra uh, like fidgety or jumpy or something I can't even remember the moment there was also a moment where he they were taking a test remember and she like looks over and Jeff's just like staring into space and she's like he wasn't even like taking the Spanish test and I thought he was like good at Spanish and um kelly's like oh well maybe he finished early and she's like i guess yeah maybe that's when i thought it was jeff yeah because he was being weird he like there was no interaction between kelly and jeff but like there would be little mentions here and there about jeff being stressed too um so when he finally cracks when they're up by the car which he just did so that he could push her off a cliff later yeah (laughs) so they're there and he's like he's been telling her like oh tad's been weird yeah and and then this starts to happen uh maybe he's just under a lot of pressure jeff said from his father they always want you to do better than they did to get better grades do better in sports 
get a better ed- education and they don't want you to make the same mistakes they did. In fact, they don't want you to make any mistakes at all. Plug's fine, Kelly muttered. She scraped it, checked the gap, then reinserted it, starting it by hand. Then da da da. I just can't picture Tad being mean. He's too thoughtful, and he didn't fight with Danny, even though he had the chance. They don't seem to understand that we're different, Jeff oh, God. said. When he starts saying we're different. When, yeah, I was like, there it is. Yes, it's Jeff. Who? Kelly asked. Fathers. I'm not him. I'm not even as good as he was. How could I possibly be better? I keep trying. Everything he says to do, I do. No. Jeff lapsed into silence, watching while Kelly checked the rest of the plugs, the fuel and air filters, the points. And then she's like, blah, blah, blah. I checked everything else. Um, blah, blah, blah. I can't do anything about that here. I need to work on it at home where I can check things out more thoroughly. Do you mean you're giving up? Jeff asked. Oh, and then here I was yeah. like, beep, 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 yeah. beep, <laughs> red flag, red flag. <laughs> Kelly laughed. I mean, I checked everything I can check while we're parked out here in the middle of the night in the middle of nowhere with not very many tools and poor light. She said, you're going to have to get it towed to my place if you want me to do the work to another garage if you want someone else to do it. You never get anywhere quitting, Jeff said. Oh, God. Does that mean I'm hired? Kelly asked. I'm perfectly willing to keep going, but not here. I need daylight and tools. Are you sure you checked everything? Jeff asked. Kelly gave him a disgusted look. This is no longer amusing, she thought. Would he ask that at a shop if the mechanic was a guy? Here I am doing him a favor and he's griping. Loved that too. Maybe you want to get someone else to check it out, she said. She plunked the toolbox in the trunk, unplugged the drop light. I just can't believe you're giving up, Jeff said. The car was working almost fine. It can't be anything very serious or it would have given me more trouble all along. Kelly put the drop light away and closed her trunk. She checked for leftover tools, feeling under Jeff's hood before she closed it. She hadn't actually worked on the T-Bird, but the habit of checking for forgotten tools and parts was so ingrained that she felt around beneath her own hood, checking the rim that ran across the front of the engine compartment at the top of the air cleaner, the places she habitually set tools and bolts while she was working. I'm very disappointed in you, Jeff said. He locked his car door, slammed it shut for quitting. This is just a little strange, <laughs> Kelly thought uneasily. A quitter never wins, Jeff oh said, my God. heading for the T-Bird. Kelly, guided only by a slight sudden chill, reached out casually and yanked the Thunderbird's fuel line free at the carburetor. I can always put it back, she thought. And a winner never quits, Jeff said. I remembered. Winners, <laughs> Kelly thought. The little book? It's Jeff's book? <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. She froze her mind and body locked. Um, and then she's like, does that mean? And then new chapter, Jeff's hand clamped on her arm just above her elbow, his fingers digging painfully into her muscles. Too late, she thought. I should have run while I had the <laughs> chance. So it's like she just is getting this like slight sense of like, um, yeah, I don't think Jeff's OK. He just shut his door. He's walking over here. Yoink. Yep. <laughs> and then like. <laughs> also like the fact that he's like, she'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Quitters never win. And I can just picture her being like, dot, dot, dot. That book? Yeah. Like it's so a he- non thing for her and everyone else. And he's like, winner's the book. I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, well, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I. I like also he dangled the keys briefly because he stole her purse and took her spare set. Yes. And he he dropped the spares on the floor and started the car. My spare set, Kelly thought, surprised, but only dully so. 
He's the one who took my port, my purse. Of course. Jeff? <laughs> he stole the copy of the English final. Blah, blah, blah. This whole part is very... He, oh, yeah. And then he says, where is my winners? Oh, Jeff God. Asks, shaking her captive saying arm. That. Um, so weird, too, right? Because, like, let's say you're really into this book, Great Expectations, right? Yeah. You wouldn't be like, where's my great expectations? You'd be like, where's my book? Yeah. Where's my winners? Where's, where's my, my journal? Winners? Where's my winners? Where's my winners? Um, where is it? I saw you take it. I want it back and I won't quit till I get it because a winner never quits. I remember. Why, Jeff? Kelly asked. There's only one number one and that's me. I'm the winner. Just me. Nobody ever said winning would be easy, son. It takes guts. It takes blood. Jeff gave an old laugh. <laughs> I thought he meant my blood. I had it all wrong, but I'll fix it. I'll do it right this time. Where is it? Where's my winners? Where? <laughs> This part reminds me. Oh, yeah. Of, and then like, she's like, I burned it. Oh, yeah. And then and then he's like, ah! she's like, just kidding. I didn't. <laughs> Fucking crazy. This part reminds me of like, he's very like, twas I. And I feel like she's very, um, you know, in Arrested Development, every time they talk about George Michael's girlfriend and they're like, her? Yeah. Like, he's like, it was I. And she's like, you? Him? <laughs> Jeff? Yeah. Sorry. Who? I've not been like paying attention to you like all week. <laughs> Well, he's been I like, saw all your traps coming a mile away. <laughs> oh, my God. The traps. <laughs> um, Let me see if I can find. Oh, yeah. Then he just starts. He keeps going on. He's like now he's just completely hallucinating. Oh, yeah. He's he's off the rails at this point. He starts talking to his dad like she's she's heavy. She's heavy. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot. He talks to his dad. Um, It's like. I thought I burned her, but she came back to trick me. But I'm going to be a winner anyway. There's only one best, and she can't be it. I have to be. It's not what? very steep here. No, 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 no. Why, Kelly croaked. Jeff looked at her surprised. I was going to die. When you told everyone, I would be ruined, and that would kill me. I saw it all, Kelly, and it was awful. Being a dead failure, you wouldn't believe how much it hurt. I couldn't go to dad's college anymore, and he was disappointed. He only wants me when I'm a winner. I have to be a winner. When you stood up there and told everyone what I had done, it killed me. He isn't making sense, Kelly thought. Told who? I didn't tell anybody anything. I didn't figure it out until it was too late. You had my winners. I was having trouble remembering how to win, but I had to. I had to win. You wouldn't give me winners back, and I couldn't find it. You and the principal made traps, but I was too smart. I bet you thought I didn't know what you were doing, but I figured it out. I was too smart. I didn't fall in any traps. None of them. And she's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> fuck are you talking about? <laughs> the whole He's time, like totally unhinged. Like the whole time, nobody is thinking about him at all. And he's like, I know you're trapping me. Yeah. I, he's truly he's, insane. He's like stomping around his house, fuming about her. Yeah. Trapping him. Like and ransacking her car, ransacking her bedroom, ransacking her locker. Yeah. He can't find it. And it's because she like absentmindedly was like, oh, I'm going to stick it in my coat pocket. Yeah. Yeah. She like thought about it the second she found it and then never again. Yeah. It's so sad. My winners. It's so sad. And then he's, uh, this is when he throws her off the cliff. Oh, God. Jeff's hands closed around her neck and he yanked her backward, dragging her across the road again. I'll do it, Daddy. He shouted in a chilling oh, little yeah. boy oh, God, voice. The boy, I'll little never boy give voice. up. Are you proud now? Are you proud of me? 
Kelly struggled. She tried to kick, to gouge, to damage him anywhere, anyhow. The pain and fear melted together, becoming one black thing inside as Jeffrey heaved her over the cliff. Oh, yeah. And then she has a moment which like mirrors the moment of uh, in her phys ed final. She had to be climbing yeah. a rope. She stops halfway through climbing and is like, oh, my God. Like, Did somebody damage the rope? Yeah. She's like, fuck, I don't know what to do. And she's like, I just have to keep going. I have to get to the top to see. And she just forces herself to go. And also the teacher was like, okay, I blew the whistle like a long time ago, but good job. You kept going. For so keep going. Yeah. Um, and then in this moment, he like throws her off the, the cliff. She like reaches out and grabs like a root. Well, she gets like lodged. Oh, she's lodged against a, a rock and a rock. Yeah. And then to get back up the cliff, she grabs onto a root. And then she has to end up. Going up and down. It's so fucking cliff. funny to like me. Like six times. It's, it's so, so funny. funny. So she hauls herself back up and then she sees. Oh, yeah. And he he says he's going to like then send the T-bird off the cliff to fall on her. Yeah. Um, Where is it? Her. It held. She hauled herself up the last few feet, heaved her upper body over the edge, crying out softly. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like. And he. So here's him. What have I done? It was Jeffrey's voice, edged with grief and horror. The little boy, crazy lilt, gone. I killed someone. Oh, right. I killed Kelly. What have I done? Kelly could see him in the moonlight, about 20 yards from her, looking like a huddled child, sobbing as if nothing in the world could comfort him. Suddenly he stood, and before Kelly could figure out what was going on, before she could scream or tell him she was still alive, he had jumped over the edge. Horrified, Kelly watched him tumbling down, looking as she must have looked like a boneless dummy, an unreal stuffed thing bouncing like a broken toy. He missed the bush that had stopped Kelly, continuing to roll down the hillside. Kelly sobbed as she pushed herself back away from the edge, let go of her hold, and slipped down after him. You dummy! (laughs) She yelled, sliding down the hillside. Why? I was alive. Why did you have to do that? But... Even as she asked the question, she knew that they were unanswerable or if there were answers that Jeff had already supplied them. And then I was shocked when I read this. She'd climbed back down and back up the slope twice, certain that she was caught in a repetitive nightmare in gym class, struggling to conquer the ropes again and again. So he he she goes down and finds Jeff and he says, hi, Kelly. So we're both dead. I didn't know it hurt this much to be dead. (laughs) And he says, I did something very bad. Jeff said, looking troubled. I can't think what it was. And then she she says, I can't haul you back up. I'm afraid to move you. I'll get help. And and then she reaches in the in her pocket and she hands him the book. So, yeah. So she like saves his fucking life, Mm -hmm. leaves him water. Also, she does this all with a with like broken ribs. Yes. She's fucked up. She's yeah. worse off than Jeff. Yeah, because Jeff like breaks a leg or something. It says, where does, where is it? It's at the end when she's talking yeah. with Tad and he's like, you know, uh, he's, he had it not oh. as bad as you. Also, what is with the end when Tad's like, I love you? And oh she's my like, God. I'm sorry, what? Here's the thing. <laughs> I, props to him. He was a little insane. Uh-huh. All right. He broke his left leg and sprained his right ankle and got a concussion and bruised. She got ribs, shoulder, wrenched back, and knee, and bruises. So she's she got fucked up. Yeah, she was like climbing up and down to save his dumb ass. Yeah, and it's then nuts. okay, yeah. So this is the part I wanted to read this part because Good. he does. He like goes way off the deep end. He go he goes too hard. He's traumatized. Way too hard. Well, it makes me. He, and he did talk about 
she's like, what the fuck is you? What the fuck is up with you being suddenly interested in me? And he basically confesses that he has just been like watching her with Danny for a year or more, like pining for her. Mm -hmm. So I guess he's been in love with her. He's just like unrequited love with her for years. Yeah. So, okay. So she's like um, kind of guilting herself about like, man, I should have like seen his problems. Um, And she goes, I can spot a problem in a car from a mile off, but people still have me baffled. And he goes, I think you're selling yourself short, Tad said. Jeff had some pretty nice things to say about how you took care of him after he tried to kill you. It scared me to think I almost lost you. He's freaking out because he thought he lost her. Maybe that's it. He's like, it really made me do some thinking. You know, I'm going to MIT, but I don't want to be that far away from you. What would you think about looking into the mechanics programs in the Boston area? And she's like, Um, I think I have to raise my rates. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly told him I'd have to pay for an apartment and food and all plus school. I don't know, Tad. I think we'd better make it through the summer first and then see how things are going. And then he goes, you're so hard headed. That's what I love about you. And she's like, love. And he's like, well, one of the things and she I props to her. She goes, you're going too fast for me. I'm almost over Danny. I'm a little slow, Tad. I figured that out about me. I don't fall in love easily. It takes me a long time to make that commitment. And then he isn't pissed. He's just like me. I've got a long time. And then she tries not to laugh. And then uh, that's it. And then he very carefully kisses her. Because that's that's already after he is like. So he was telling her earlier in the book when they went out that his two options for what to do over the summer are like go spend the summer with his sister in Texas where it would just be like party every day. Party, party, party. Or go with his mom to Europe and like watch her shop. Like sh- watch her shop in Paris. And and he says in this moment, he's like, so I'm not going to do either. And I'm going to spend the summer with you. She's like, oh, are you sure? I know. He does. It, and then he's like, and I want you to move to Boston with me because I can't imagine oh my being God. away from you. And she's like, um, I mean, let's just like see how summer goes i love that she stands up for herself with that yeah i also he, it's he's great he's because he's crazed because he just he he's freaking out he's yeah. never experienced something like this before yeah. he's a young man uh-huh. he's just like uh we should get married and she's he's like, been pining after this girl for two years yeah. and he suddenly got the opportunity to date her <laughs> and then she almost died and now yeah. he's like let's get married and she's like Let's just hang out over the summer. Let's not. Like, I don't even know you at all. (laughs) I also love that she's like... That's why I like Kelly. Rent is like a little high in Boston. (laughs) I think I'm a mechanic, not a fucking plastic surgeon. Yeah, she's like, I'm not like a trust fund baby like you. Like, uh, let's just do summer. I love that she's like, let's just do summer. Because there are like so many other books where it's like calamity, almost murder, hospital recovering boy is there they're suddenly together forever yeah even though they barely know each other um and then this one it's like calamity recovering hi i'm ready to be with you forever hi that's nonsense yeah that is what are you talking yeah about? i i love that and i love that he wasn't like pissed about that and he was just like yeah okay like I'll, I'll yeah wait. yeah sure because y- here's the thing in like well, a he's week very he's very confident gonna, it's gonna work out he's very confident in a week, though, he's going to be like, man, I can't believe I said that to her. <laughs> he's like, oh, man. Oh, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> hey, Kelly, I just want to say, like, it was just that, like, you had almost died. And so I'm just I'm so embarrassed. And I'm just like, I've never, like, been around something like that. And, like, I I think I just 
felt a lot and I didn't know how yeah. to deal with it. And so I said, but like, obviously, like, we can take this slow. And she's like, oh, I'm in love with you now. <laughs> <laughs> or she's like, like, it's like the winner's thing where she's yeah. just like, oh, I stopped thinking about that. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. You said that. <laughs> I'd forgotten. Uh, that's so funny. I, I would say I enjoyed this book. Me too. And I would say read it. Definitely. Uh, it, yeah. was, it was one of the better ones. We like A. I Bates. like A. Bates. Yeah. She's she's good. Yeah. Like she writes really. She writes a good female character. And I this liking Kelly backs up my liking her. What the fuck? What's her face? The other girl from Mother's, from Helper. Mother's Helper. Kelly's much better. Mm-hmm. But I do think that the girl in Mother's Helper was kind of funny. I agree. Not nearly as cool. I agree. I think um, reading this, I now see the intent behind that girl. Uh-huh. And it was different than what I read it as. Um, and I think if I were to re- read Mother's Helper after reading this, I would have yeah. had a different feeling about her. Um, but I, I liked all the characters in this um, except for Danny. Like, Danny is a major Danny is unacceptable. issue. He's got to go. Got to go. Um, it's got to be, Susan, you can't date him not because... Of me, like I would absolutely stand aside, but like he, you need to know about his like yeah. temper. Uh, yeah, and then and instead they're like, he's got a crazy temper, but I don't know. There's just something about Danny. I know it's weird. I know she's like, oh, I'm just not over him. I'm like, no, no, no. Like you can you can be conflicted and be like, God, what is that? Like, why but am you I have to warn your sister oh, off? Absolutely. You have to like, you gotta forbid that shit. Yeah. I mean, no way. No, no She way. has to be like, the whole reason I broke up with him is his horrible, violent temper. Horrible. Um, so that's that's a huge blight yeah, on the book. For me, for sure. Like, it's yeah. like a stain. That and not knowing what the fuck is in Winners. The Winners thing, I mean, <laughs> to me, it's... How is it a blueprint? I don't understand. I don't understand. It is hilarious. Yes. It is maybe the... Fu- like. And here's the thing. I have faith in A. Bates because we've seen that she can write humor. Yeah. I have faith that she's just like. It's like, nothing. It's nothing. Like Maybe she's making fun of inspirational quote books. I think books. maybe she is. Yeah. And people that put she's too like, much. Who buys these? It's like a, uh, uh, Michael um, from The Office. Mm-hmm. Like someone like that would like. Well, it's like put a put lot it, of- writing a post-it and putting it up on your bathroom wall. Right. I support that more. I do too. But like carrying around a quote book and being like, this is my blueprint for success. That's insanity. I think the difference is, right, when you write something on a post-it, you're like affirming it. And yeah. then you put it there and then that's you telling yourself. Whereas like an inspiration quote book, especially with quotes like that. That's the thing is like these quotes where it's like winners always prosper or whatever. Winners always win. Winners Literally. always win. Winners always win. Losers don't win. Then it's like. This is what some Trump shit. Is this? this is what it sounds that's like. That's what it that, is. I think that's what it is. It's Art just of like, a deal bullshit. Yeah. That's why I don't like it. Always be closing. I will defend my Mr. Rogers quote book to the death. I like quote And books. I will defend putting a like aspirational quote on your bathroom mirror. Yeah, so for sure. When you see it, it just sort of like subliminally, subliminally sticks in your head. Here's the thing. But winners okay. is unacceptable. First date. Yes. Things are going great. Yes. So great. You go back to his place. Yep. You go into his bathroom. Uh-huh. There's post-its all over the wall, all over the mirror. They say, like, winners always win. 
End of date. Losers do not win. End of date. End of Absolutely date. Absolutely end of date. So do you say why? Or are you just like, uh, you know what? I time I would, it's late. I oh, gotta go. I would stick the date out, but in my heart, end of date. Okay. I would stick it out so that it wasn't crazy to just be like so abrupt. Okay. But I definitely wouldn't be spending the night. All and right. I definitely wouldn't see him again. Okay. So okay, how, because how long do you those wait? are the quotes? How long do you stay? So okay. An you, hour. You stay an hour. Okay. What yeah. if he puts in a movie? He puts in. I'll say that I have to get up early and I, I don't have time for a movie. Okay. He puts on Limitless. <laughs> <laughs> I double down on my answer. Yeah. Okay. So do you, do you, okay, do you leave before the movie starts or just, you just like, like in your well, mind, one hour timer, like the second it goes, I'm just going to get up and be like, you know what? Oh, it's so late. I got to go. No, I would say like, ev- as he even goes to put in a movie. I would say like, oh, I really don't have time for a movie. I have to get up early. Mm-hmm. And then depending on how he responds to that, okay. then I feel out how long I have to stay to make it seem normal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. How about this? Yes. This is tricky because I remember now things about Tony Robbins have like kind of gotten murky ever since he was like saying that like the Me Too movement is not wonderful. Yeah. But let's say this is before you know about that. Okay. He puts on a. T- this is a weird oh thing to watch God. for the first date. No, though. he puts already, on a Tony Robbins. No, <laughs> no. It's one thing if you own it. It's another if you're like, "Hey, what a great date! Let's watch a Tony Robbins <laughs> seminar." <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Not that. Yeah, cool. not that. Um. Okay, so then he just. So you are just like, like I don't have time. You just sit. What activity are you okay with? Like. A glass of wine, something like that. Yeah, having a drink and talking. Yeah, and then maybe I'll tr- I'll turn around on like depending on how the conversation flows. Okay, so what if, if he's like totally super charming normal, and evil, very charming, very funny? You would never like for some reason. I would the never have Don't line up. Like you're just like what? Oh, I'd stick it out and see mm-hmm. what the fuck the deal is. Okay, because I gotta say, Mike has woken up to a bathroom mirror where I've written on a sharpie mm-hmm. to try to get myself through the morning. Mm-hmm my inspirational or like remindery quote but you're not writing winners always win that's There's something the thing. about winning and losing oh, that's it's so insane. weird it's it's that's insane. insane yeah it's one thing to be like you can do it mm-hmm. versus winners always win it's very I mean, that's not this is like magnolia um yes uh tom cruise tom cruise's character yeah it's kind of that yeah absolutely Ooh. yeah respect Ooh. the cock yeah. What respect the cock and tame the pussy. Tame. Yeah. That's despicable. That's it's despicable. so much worse than that. That's not that. No, it's not that. It's, a it's whole just different like level. weird. It has it's the same energy, weird. but like not. The energy of that is strange. It's very strange and it, and pitiable. Mm-hmm. But he just seems, let's say he like has, his, like he's a successful guy. Mm-hmm. He, it's just very funny, charming. Uh, You would never. So you. When do you bring up the post-its is the question. Do you ever bring them up? <laughs> do you just wait until you move in together and then you see if he puts post-its on your mirror? I just always pretend they don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing like so many post-its that you can only see like a circle in the middle. I was going to say like, there I am getting ready in the morning, just like slowly but surely like, 
moving post-its closer to the center, like out to the edges <laughs> and then putting my makeup on as though everything's fine. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, what would you do? I am Would you not- stick out the date? If he was like very charming. Yes, I would stick out the date. Okay. And I would maybe even see, see him, him again, again just to see like, is there like what the, and I would for sure. So what if nothing ever added up? Oh, what if the two never went together? And what if he never mentioned the post-its and, but, but they would change on a daily basis. Yeah, So, you know, he's updating them. Yes. And they just got like other weirder things started to jump mm-hmm. in, like be the frog. Yeah. <laughs> the frog is you. Yeah. Be the frog. Be the frog. <laughs> be, take the leap. Be, be the, the frog. frog. Okay, so there is like something about I'm sorry, winning. I fucked it up. That shouldn't just be the frog. Yeah, just be the frog. The frog is you. Yeah. Um, oh, be the frog. Like, don't be the lily. Like wheat in the hands is bread for life or something <laughs> like that. And then you're just like, what? So it's like winners always win. And then you look below and it's, it's like, um, but trees never do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What if? Okay. What if? Okay. This is you. And they real just life. got progressively weirder over the course of your life together. So, so this is you, real life. Let's just uh-huh. imagine. And in this alternate universe, you're single. Yes. Okay. But we have this podcast. Everything, whatever. Okay. You meet him. There's like a million uh, post-its, right? Mm-hmm. One day, you just get like uh, curious, and you start peeling away, and you're peeling away, and you're peeling away, and then you find one post-it. That's very old. Oh, he never takes any no, of the roses. Them off. He just, They're just building. keeps pasting them yeah, on top. Yeah. Okay. So you're like, there's a little mountain of of discarded post-its. Because you've started pulling and you can't stop. And you're like, fuck, I don't know how I'm going to put them back. Like, it doesn't matter. Oh, my God. Like, I'm that's just going to so pretend stressful. I'm like taking a shit and he can't come in. Right? <laughs> so you're just like, I'm busy. Oh, I'm not feeling well. Uh-huh. And then you're just like peeling away, peeling away. At the bottom, one uh-huh. of the first ones faded. It says farm to table pocket jalapeno dip. Oh, my fucking God. What do you do? Oh, my God. What do you do? I guess I'd just be excited he was a fan. <laughs> you know what? Any attention is good attention. You know what? Leave a nice review on Apple Podcasts, please. I mean, as long as the other post-its put on top didn't make me think he was going to kill me and wear my skin. All the rest of them are just about, like, being a winner. I would just be like, this man of mine. <laughs> <laughs> and then continue to pretend that they don't exist. Yes. Great. What if um, for you, it was it was that. Okay. And then instead of farm to table pocket jalapeno dip, you got there and it was your Twitch username <gasps> and password. <laughs> but like you guys have kids together. And it's like one. No have, other indication I that have, he was like. I have birth intrusive. Yeah. Spawn. And you, I have not mentioned to him. the. Do we just not talk about dad's mirror? Is that what we do? We just don't talk about dad's yeah, mirror. Yeah, you just don't talk about dad's mirror. The kids, you make sure that the kids never use your shared bathroom. They have that, their own bathroom. Oh, it's they're not the allowed to use the room in the house. Bathroom. It's like we lock it when we're not using it. Yes. Oh. <laughs> okay, something is wrong. Like I, I am not okay in that moment. Like I just, I think it's in that moment where I'm like. I, okay okay i'll change it okay. that one's too extreme okay okay it just said oh my goo <gasps> and it's old right it's very old it's v- faded and it's written in purple ink oh. all the rest of them are like <gasps> dark no. black lettering with a sharpie and this one uh is purple 
and in cursive. Oh my girl. Okay. <laughs> so I think in that moment, I like really see my life for what it is. Like, I'm like, oh my God. Exactly. Like, I like it puts a tint on everything. Like, you like look at the pile of post its and you're like, I have been letting this post it thing go for our entire, I'm assuming like eight year marriage. Mm hmm. We'll say, We've been dating for five three, years and then eight years of marriage. I'm going to say three-year relationship, pre-marriage. Okay. Um, and this happens five years into the marriage. And we have kids. Yes. <gasps> you just had a baby. Oh, my you God. Have, you have a three-year-old and an infant. How does this change your life? Oh, okay. I put, I very carefully put all the post-its back as mm-hmm. carefully as I can. My hands are shaking. It's very hard. Mm-hmm. I pretend like everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on leave because I just birthed a child. Sure. Um, he goes to work. I get the kids, and like you, your doorbell rings, mm-hmm. and it's me with the kids. And I'm like, "You were right. <laughs> it happened. <laughs> you were right." And you're like, "Come in quickly, quickly. Come, come, come. Does he know you're here? Does I'm he like, know no, you're here? No, he doesn't know. See, doesn't this know. is why I told you never to tell him my address." <laughs> And then we plan the future from there. Like, okay. he's gone. What do you say to him for why you've left him? Uh, okay. He and a, do you let him have joint custody? I hire a private investigator uh-huh. to figure out what's the deal with how this. deep. Yeah, yeah. What's the post-its? And also just like what like what else uh-huh. is happening here? Because the post What if thing, you say, what if you bring up the post-its and he says, what post-its? <gasps> oh, my God. from this perfect man no it's just perfection that the support he's giving you this is a lifetime movie the sex you have no this is insane (laughs) but like but like he's either gaslighting me or literally like in a fugue state every time he's in that room okay so let's say he doesn't say what post it's you tell him that you got to the bottom right and he says why is that a problem i would be like when did you like did we know each other when you put the oh my goo thing no but i followed you on twitter didn't you know i followed you on twitter before and then i would be like yes but like i just feel like there were always plans to like make me birth your children no i would have so i would have i would have i picked that up because i thought it was really cute it's just, I mean, and I would say like, so whenever something bad happened in my life, when I wanted to get super frustrated, I would just say, oh, my goo. And it was like such a silly thing. It would like break me out of my, you know, intense feelings. And I, I would just be reminded that like, feelings. I shouldn't take everything so seriously. Like, oh, my goo. I here's the thing. This would unleash all of my other questions. I'd be like, but then why the winner thing? Like, what is the winner? Like, you don't have, what is the winner thing? It keeps me on track. It just keeps me on track. How do you think I would, like, I I have a laser focus for this reason. I think I would just be like, you know what? I just think you can't control how you feel about somebody if you don't love them anymore. Like, that really sucks. You look in my eyes and you tell me you don't love me anymore. I don't love you. I don't don't believe you. The kids are like, mommy, <laughs> it's okay. Jasper, it's okay. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. One of the children is named Jasper. The other one is named, um, 
Uh, the baby is named Jasper. The baby is Jasper. Mm-hmm. The older child is uh uh Pilot. That sounds right. I think this guy would push Jasper and Pilot his names. Oh, Pilot too. He's like, I want oh Captain. No. No, he's the captain. You'd say no. He's to the that. captain. Oh, okay. Yeah. He he and what what's Jasper gonna say when she gets older? I why aren't I in part of that? I know. She's like, I'm not involved <laughs> Why in am the- I Jasper. I'd be like, I was saving you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Well, <laughs> think about that at home, guys. Yeah. Um the next read time this you book. write. Because I have to imagine that like this would be the same if I suddenly started dating someone and they came over and saw like crystal grids. No. Wouldn't they be like, What the fuck? No. Because a crystal any kind of crystal crystals stuff. are real. Crystals are real. I mean, that's why they shouldn't do that, but they would. Also, crystal stuff is not as like aggressive. Like I just feel that's like true. it has the that's same the aggressive difference. energy, and I hate to say this, as a goatee. <laughs> to me, goatees do not have an aggressive energy anymore. They did in the nineties and now I just feel like everybody is um Lynn Manuel. That's true. It's and like, actually Lynn Manuel like is a not gentle have soul. Aggressive energy at all yeah i would say 90s 90s goatees the extremely yeah. clean line goatee oh yeah and it depends on how fit you are if you're fit yes. and you have a goatee that's too much no yeah if you are like jacked yeah and you have a very clean line goatee that for no, me no, is no. like very no 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 i feel like and there's also some people who like naturally their hair grows more in the goatee area so they're like you know what it's too scraggly on the sides i'm just gonna get rid of the side stuff yeah that's fine yeah but 1998, yes, like K Fed, yes, goatee is like just this like angular energy mm-hmm. that I'm feel like is similar to a guy that wants to win. Yeah, yeah, it's very Patrick Bateman in American Psycho. Ah, does he have a goatee? No, but the he winner, could, the whole My winner God. thing. No, he would never. He would never. He would never. He would never. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. Um, you can follow our show on everything at Teen Creeps Pod. You can uh, help us out by leaving us a nice review on Apple Podcasts. You can support the podcast financially by going to patreon.com slash teen creeps. Thank you to all of our Patreon subscribers, past, current, and future. Uh, we really appreciate it because it is with your support that we uh, produce the show. Yeah. Yeah. It really helps us out. Um, what are we doing next week? We are watching The Craft. <gasps> Fuck yes, yeah, we are. We're gonna be watching Hell The Craft. Yeah. Cannot fucking wait. I love that movie. And Oscar will be on. Yay! Yay! Um, so if you are watching slash reading along, mm-hmm. those of you who don't usually like to read along, here's a treat for you. Yep. Um, and you dummies. <laughs> yeah, you dummies. You guys are dumb. And uh, we will. We're kidding. We love you all. Don't read these books. Many Not of them. Please one. don't. This one. Read it. It's yeah. good. Uh, we will talk to you guys next week. Yep. Keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.